What's goody? And welcome to the Pacers Premium Podcast, episode one, hosted by your boy Donnie Ray. And if you don't know, I'm your boy Donnie Ray. So uh, I had like recorded a fucking episode of this, and I was like, nah, I'm not gonna do it. And then I was just like, fight with myself whether I should do it or not. I want to step on nobody's toes because I uh, had told my nigga V to do it, and I still want my nigga V to do it. But nigga, I want to see some shit done like right now. So until you know what I'm saying, somebody else step into the spot, nigga. I'm gonna be the nigga right now doing it. You feel me? Um, so just a little bit about myself. Anybody never, uh, you know, watch any of my shit? This might be the first thing you see of me. My name is Donnie Ray. Got my own little other podcast, Donnie Ray's No Filter After Show with my boy Chris, uh, Ron Rational with my boy T Bird. Uh, you know, just a whole bunch of other shit. And uh I had I had been thinking this, thinking this and then my nigga uh V uh brought it up to me and like I said, Donnie Ray's no filter. One of the things about me just right now is um no filter, I'm a cuss, I'ma keep it one hundred. So if that's not your cup of tea, go ahead, walk your ass out the door right now, cause <laughs> this ain't the podcast for you. But if you wanna hear that real shit. Real stuff. I ain't gonna sugarcoat nothing. Real commentary on the Pacers. You know what I'm saying? This is the place to be. So, like I said, I um, had been thinking this, and then my uh, my nigga V, my man's V, he brought this uh, idea to me. He was like, "Man, they need a a podcast for Pacers podcast for some more juice." Because it's just like we had listened to like some other podcasts and. Nothing against them or anything Not gonna be talking down on nobody But it's just like Nothing that we would Want to listen to So we figured Make a little Patriots podcast That uh We would want to listen to So uh I know V gonna get on that He been doing his own shit He just moving to his house All that shit Shout out V Doing it big uh, but like I said He gonna get on that But until he does Like I said I'm gonna be the man Right now And Let's go ahead And jump into this bitch So like I said I had recorded uh, an episode I think it was like Maybe like Thursday Or Friday Yeah I think it was like Thursday Cause it was be- uh, Before the Pacers Had played uh, The Rockets uh, No bef- Yeah before No it was before they played Milwaukee But uh, Anyway so At that time They were 7-4 and four, But The Pacers They've lost their last Two games They lost to the Rockets And they lost to Milwaukee So uh, They still sit at the six place in the Eastern Conference Finals. I said Eastern Conference Finals. Eastern Conference standings. So, but uh, they're six, seven and six. They lost their first three and then they had won seven of the last eight. But now they're on a two-game losing streak. Like I said, they lost to the Rockets and the Bucks. And, uh, and so, like I said, I uh, made an episode beforehand and like what had happened these last two games just uh, solidified my thinking of what I was saying. So on the uh, other episode that I recorded, I was like in the four out of the seven games that they had won, TJ Warren led the team in scoring. And in six of the seven games that they won, uh, Brogdon led the team in assists. So I was like, it seems to me that TJ Warren needs to be one of the guys that's going to lead the team and score more more of the times than not for them to win games. And what happened? Those last two games versus the Rockets and versus the uh, Bucks, TJ Warren did not lead the team in scoring. 
uh, versus the Rockets. Hold on, let me pull it up. Versus the Rockets, it was Sabonis led the team in scoring with 18 points. And then versus the Bucks, it was Miles Turner led the team in scoring with 16 points. But the game before that, when they beat OKC, TJ Warren led the team with 23 points. So it just seems like to me, they need to get the ball more in TJ's hands so he can score, get him, run a, maybe a little more offense for him. Because that seem, seems like a lot, I won't say a lot of time, but the time, a lot of times when I see him score it's like kind of like some iso ball him get the ball i know that's kind of his game but maybe they can run some offense for him uh get him scoring a little more get him going because the proof is in the pudding the games that he leads the team in scoring we winning and the games that he's not we losing and uh i was watching the game and there was an interesting um Stat that they giving out. They say he's the only guy that uh, has started every game for the Pacers this year. So that's big ups to him because he's usually fucking hurt as fuck. Uh, that's just like a history. T.J. Warren. He's just been getting hurt, injury prone. So uh, yeah, Miles Turner came back uh, against the Rockets and he played pretty good. And uh, but Jeremy Lamb, he came back from an ankle injury. But Jeremy Lamb is still out with an ankle injury. T.J. McConnell, he uh, he's out with like a groin injury. Is that what it was? Uh, hold on, let me see. Yeah, T.J. McConnell's out with a groin injury. And uh, Sabonis, he's actually going to play tonight versus the Nets. Kyrie is out, so uh, that should make it a little easier for us to win. But I always say the Pacers, they seem just. In the past and just like always They seem to always Play down To the competition So Or play up You know what I'm saying If it's a good team They bring their A game They raise their game And they play up to the level But it seems like when we play sad teams The teams that we're supposed to beat Teams that we should beat Teams that we think we're gonna beat We always play down to the level And sometimes we win the games But it seems like a lot of times we lose So I just need the Pacers to go into this game versus the Nets with a level head, not expecting to just win, just go in there and just, you know, bring the A game, play, play every team, you know what I'm saying? In the NBA, any given night, you can lose to anybody, so you always need to bring your A game, like, they're paid professionals just like you're paid professionals, so you always need to treat every team with the utmost respect. Like they gonna try to come in and bust your ass Cause shit that's what they trying to do Come in and bust your ass So um Like I said Jeremy Lamb's still out So he's not playing tonight Miles is gonna play tonight Sabonis is gonna play tonight And Oladipo He was uh Assigned to the Fort, uh, Fort Wayne Mad Ants Last Tuesday So uh You know the original reports Is that he's not gonna be back Until December or January So I mean I'm still expecting him To come back then Some people are saying Okay maybe he's gonna come back A little sooner I guess it is November, so December is just next month. But I'm not really expecting him back till January. So some people are saying he might come back mid-December. Uh, I'm not seeing it happen. Um, I don't feel like they'll want to rush him back. They still just want to keep it slow, uh, take their time, make sure he's fully ready 100% when he gets back. And that's really what we want anyway. We don't want Vic to come back and then uh, keep aggravating that injury or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So we want him to come back, be fully healed 100%. So when he comes back, he can just take off and lead this team to the promised land because I really feel like with Vic I really feel like we can be in the top three like you know what I'm saying last year what we end up going against what the Cavs was it 
or no, it was like who was it? It wasn't the Cavs this years before. It's the Bucks or something. We got fucking swept. Whoever it was, we got swept. And it's just like I feel like with Vic, if Vic had to play last year, that definitely wouldn't have happened. It was Boston. That's what we got swept by. We got swept by Boston. And uh, I just feel like if Vic was here, I mean, was there last year, that definitely wouldn't have happened. And I feel like this year, we can definitely at least get to the second round. I really think the Pacers, man, like people are sleeping on the Pacers. Uh, like just the team, man, like we just play so good together. And like, that's another thing though. But last night versus the Bucks. We weren't looking like a team, but like when we play well, our our defense is up there, our offense is up there. We were missing Brogdon last night, so I mean, you know what I'm saying? That's a that might be a reason why our team wasn't playing as well. But that's another thing. The Pacers They gotta be able to have the next man step up and they gotta be able to bring the A game even when all the starters aren't there. Because last night versus Milwaukee, it was not looking good at all. Like, they just looked out of place. Like, rotation was bad on defense. Boys was getting open shots. Motherfuckers just was getting blown by. It was just, it wasn't looking good, bro. And it just, I don't know. I'll get to that in a little bit. But like I said, just with Oladipo on the team, once he comes back, we want to be 100% healthy. Because I feel like with him on the team, the guys now, Brogdon, TJ, Vic, Sabonis, Miles. Like, come on, man. That lineup sounds crazy. So it's just like, I feel like we can really, we're definitely going to get to at least the second round. I feel like we can get to the Eastern Conference Finals. I might be a tax because I'm a Pacers fan, but this is the Pacers Premium Podcast. You know what I'm saying? So, of course, I'm going to get my boys the props and I'm going to believe in them. And I feel like we can get to the third I say third round. We can get to the Eastern Conference Finals. It's third round. But we can get to the Eastern Conference Finals, you know what I'm saying, with Vic. And I just want him to come back all the way healthy. So, Pacers, they play the Nets tonight. You know what I'm saying? Play the Nets tonight. But last night, I was talking about a little bit earlier. Last night, they played Milwaukee. And... That it was just like I was just watching the whole game. And I don't think I don't think the Pacers ever led that game. I may be wrong, but I'm not sure they ever led that whole game. If they did, it was like extremely early. But they it just seemed like they was down the whole game and they was just trying to get back. And there was a couple times, like it seemed like they was down double digits the whole time. But there's a couple times when they got it down below double digits. And you would think they got the momentum going and then they would just start fucking up, let them go on a run. There was a couple times where just Giannis just took over. Fast break, can't stop him. You know what I'm saying? It's fucking seven foot coming at you. What really can you do? But it's just like... They just look out of place. I said that earlier. And it just didn't seem like they wanted to like be there. Like, and I know Brogdon was out and all that shit but it was a home game you know what I'm saying supposed to be there supposed to protect your home court show out for the fans and it just wasn't that they they didn't have the energy I know they just came off a couple games like what three games or two games and three nights or whatever something like that but come on guys they gotta bring more energy than that 
But uh, like I was saying, Aaron Holiday, it seemed like he's coming to form. Uh, he was out there knocking down some threes. I like to see Justin Justin Holiday out there do a little bit more. I know he can play a little more than that. I just feel like a lot of them need to take shots. I feel like always, I feel like people people on the Pacers, they'd be scared to take shots. And that's something that I feel like Brogdon's not scared of taking shots. And Warren's not scared of taking shots. That's why I feel like they need to facilitate. I mean, uh, yeah, they need to facilitate TJ more. And they need to work the offense more with Brogdon. Now, obviously, he was out last night, so nothing could do but that do about that. But, like I said, TJ needs to get the ball more. He's a, he's a hooper. He can score. Get TJ Warren the ball. But, like I said, I was watching the game. And I just felt like Sabonis, too. He needs to get a fucking jumper, man. Like, he needs a jumper. And I thought that would have been something that he was working on in the offseason. But if it was, I haven't really seen it that much yet. Like, yeah, I've seen him knock down some threes. He's knocked down a little more. But he, he needs to get more of a outside game. Like, his game is still a uh, majority going into the lane, trying to score inside, get to the bucket. And he needs to get a jumper because he was just getting shut down inside like last night. Like Giannis and Lopez brothers, they was just down there just stuffing his shit. Like, yeah, he led the team in scoring. Well, what? It was like 16 points. Maybe it was 18 points. Now, he didn't even lead the team in scoring last night. So Miles led the team in scoring with 16 points. So Sabonis didn't. He might have had 14 points. At the most, I don't really know. I can uh, pull up the box score. But it's just like he was forcing shots down low and he was getting his shit stuffed, missing layups. Just like make making himself shoot tougher shots than he needs to. Like, come on, man. Like, he needs to get an outside shot. So at least that can be a threat. He can hit the pump fake and people go for the pump fake. And he can get to the bucket, but now it's just like all this shit, like they know he's going to get to the bucket and they're not falling for it. They're just waiting for him to try to get to the bucket, stand up with their hands up. Giannis and Lopez brother, seven foot. Not much fucking Sabonis can do. So he just needs to get an outside game, man, because that will really help him score. Like he still can be, he's still a force like most nights. But when teams have big guys down there, he has a little trouble, like... He's cool, like, when they have one big guy, but when they have two big guys, like, you know what I'm saying, when they're playing the Pistons, they have Drummond and uh, whatever the other dude's name is, they have, like, two big guys down there. When he has to play against uh, two big guys, he kind of has some trouble. And uh, who was the fucking uh, other dude on the Pistons? I'm tweaking right now. Let me pull it. I'm trying to figure out who that dude is. Cause it's gonna bug me if I don't find it out. Detroit, Detroit, Drummond. Who's the other man? Come on, bruh. Come on, bruh. Blake Griffin, yeah. And uh, so Blake Griffin didn't play when we played him, but just like when Sabonis has to go against, you know, other big guys. And guys that are bigger than him or guys that are just his size. Two of them. He, you know, I mean he can manage one, obviously, because he's a he's a skilled player. But when he got two of them guys down there, he has some trouble. So he just needs to get an outside game. 
You know what I'm saying? If he just gets a better outside game, his game will come a lot easier to him because then people will be able to fall for that pump fake or they'll be, you know what I'm saying, standing ready for that jump shot and you can get around him more to play that jumper more. And then just like, when you can do both, it keeps people more on their toes and they don't really know what you're going to do rather than if all you can do is get to the bucket, they can play off. Or all you can do is shoot, they can play up on you. You know what I'm saying? But when you can do both, it keeps them on their toes. So I just feel like if Sabonis gets more of a jumper, he needs to get more of a jumper. He's going to be like really a force Because like I say, he's a force most, most nights But just like nights when you got to play Guys that are his size And there's like two of them I, He kind of has some trouble And just like I was saying Just like playing Milwaukee I know that's one of the better teams in the East But like that's a game that they should have brought their A game And just one real thing I want to just I just noticed I just wanted to say Why the fuck is this Samson guy on the team, bro? Like this Jakar Samson, Jamar, whatever this dude's name is, Samson. Why is he on the team, bro? I seen one play and he just like was on a fast break. Like uh Aaron Holiday might stole the ball and he passed it up to him. And then this bum over here gets blocked on a fucking layup or something. I'm just like, bro, what is you doing? Why is this dude in the game? And then he there was one game where he cost us the game. It was like it might have been what game was that, bro? Hold on. It was like... Uh, I wasn't against the... Was it against the Hornets? It might have been against the Hornets or... I think it, yeah, it might have been against the Hornets or something. But he cost us a game like he fucking fouled the jump shooter. I'm just like, why is this dude on the team, bro? Like, we could have got somebody better than him. Like, he's a bum, bro. Get him out of here. So... Like I said, Pacers, they play the Nets tonight, Monday, and let's see, play the Nets tonight, and then their next game, damn, the next game will be on Saturday. What? No way. The next game's on Saturday. Damn. So... They play the Nets tonight, and I figure that they'll win that. And then they play the Magic on Saturday, and I figure they'll win that. So that's what I want to do at the end of this podcast. Every night I want to, uh, or is it every night, every every episode, I want to look at the next couple games, and I want to um, predict whether the I think they'll win or lose, and then we'll come back on the next podcast and see how I did with my predictions. So they play the Nets tonight, and then they play the Magic on Saturday. I figured it'll be both of those teams, so they'll go two and zero, and I'll put them at what nine and six, and we'll see how I do my predictions. So, like I said, Donnie Ray, Patriots Premium Podcast, and like I said, I do my own other podcast, um, Donnie Ray's No Filter. Make sure you check that out. And I just wanted to give you a little taste of that right now. I just wanted to uh, talk about something real quick just to show you like uh what type of stuff we talk about on my other podcast where my uh where my voice is at on that where my mind is at on that just give you a little taste see if you want to check that out so on donnie ray's no filter with my man's chris we talk about all types of topics and just one thing obviously we talk about sports and stuff and just one of the things that happened this past weekend colin kaepernick and uh, how he didn't show up to his uh, previously scheduled 
NFL workout. It's supposed to be it was supposed to be in Atlanta at the Atlanta Falcons facility. You know what I'm saying? And people saying it was just a whole PR stunt in the first place. The NFL was doing this. And then so Colin Kaepernick, he ended up moving his workout to a high school in Atlanta. And, uh, you know what I'm saying? The reason why he did this apparently was because like a liability waiver and they saying that he wasn't trusting the NFL. Um, the waiver was just like if he got hurt, he, could, he couldn't sue him or anything. And he was just saying like he wasn't. They wouldn't let him have control over the media. They wasn't going to let him bring in his own uh, camera crew. They were going to do all that. And uh, what else was there? He was saying, uh, they oh, they weren't going to let him have, he didn't know who his receivers were going to be and all this other shit. And it just seems to me like everybody's saying that Colin Kaepernick doesn't really want to play in the NFL and that's what it's seeming like you know what I'm saying oh another thing I just want to talk about and it's crazy well no I guess it goes right with this it seems like he doesn't want to play because he's talking tough too like after his workout he's just talking all tough and shit talking about I need the NFL owners all the owners all the coaches stop being scared quit running and it's just like bro you over here talking tough and you're trying to get into the league, bro. Like, it sounded to me like, bro, you, you're not trying to really get in the league, bro. Because if you're trying to get in the league, bro, you wouldn't be talking tough like that, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? You don't walk into someplace trying to get a job. And then telling them what's going to happen. Or talking down on them, disrespecting them, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know you might not, you might not respect them, fine. You might not respect the people, but you don't need to talk like that when you're trying to get a job with them. Cause it doesn't seem like you really want to get a job, bro. Like you're not gonna come up in here and disrespecting the, uh, disrespecting me, expect me to hire you. You know what I'm saying? You're talking about telling me I'm scared, telling me quit being, basically telling quit me, telling people the NFL owners and GMs quit being bitches, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Quit being scared of the media backlash, blah blah blah, and sign me. And it's just like that's, I don't feel like that's the way you should go about that, bro. He should have went about it. Like they had this shit scheduled Should have went in there You know what I'm saying And balled out They was gonna film it I know he wanna have control over the film He feel like they was gonna edit it or whatever Like bro you sound kinda paranoid to me bro Like why Why would they do that Like oh, ev everything's a conspiracy Everything's a conspiracy Oh there's just a PR No bro they was gonna film you bro And they was gonna send that shit out Like Jay-Z had his hand in this bro Jay-Z had his hand in this So if you think Jay-Z's gonna let them fucking play you Like bro Jay-Z's trying to help you out That was one of the whole things why Jay-Z Got this shit done because he said He felt like he took a PR hit He took a reputational hit Signing with the uh, NFL so he's trying to Big big up the NFL trying to get their, Get them back on track Fix his name So he wasn't gonna let them fuck you Screw you over Colin Kaepernick bro He was like His hand was in this So he wasn't gonna let that happen They was gonna film you And they was gonna send it out To everybody All 32 teams The people that was there And the people that wasn't there But You don't really wanna play So you wanna Do all that You wanna be in control You wanna have this over here Wanna film it Put on Instagram All this So you Like Stephen A said So you could control the narrative Talk tough All this stuff 
Because you really don't want to play You just want to make it look like you want to play You like one of those people Hold me back, hold me back You lucky they hold me back or I beat your ass, hold me back That's what you doing right now, man You telling them to hold you back, bro Because you really don't want no smoke You really don't want to play, Colin Kaepernick Like On the last episode of Raw Rational Make sure you check that out I was on Colin Kaepernick's side I was like, he genuinely seemed excited He seemed like he gonna go out, ball out And he gonna get back in the league but now it's seeming like, like he turned that shit all around on me. It seemed like he don't want to play. Dude turned this whole shit into a circus. And it just seemed like Colin Kaepernick just don't want to play. Crazy. It's really crazy that he did that because he really like seemed paranoid. And I guess like I know he I guess he kind of has reason to because he got blackballed by him and all that. So I guess he has a right to be paranoid, a reason to be paranoid. But the fact that Jay-Z has his hand in this and Jay-Z is on your side and everything just makes me feel like you had no reason to be paranoid. Like there's somebody on your side inside the NFL now. So he was going to help you out. So you just seem like he's paranoid for no reason. And seem like you fucked yourself over, over Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick fucked himself over. And I do not see him playing in the NFL anymore. Like, I thought he was going to get a job and everything, but I just don't see it now. Now, I hope I'm wrong because they said there was two teams that were highly interested after his workout. But I just don't see it happening. Just the way he was just talking so tough and just disrespecting the owners and the coaches and everything. It's just like, like I said, bro, you might not respect him, but you got to act like you have some sense. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like... Just whatever you go like you you know what i'm saying you might not like somebody but you still gotta act like you got some sense treat them with respect even if you don't respect them bro it's just like out of respect bro like you just can't go around like it makes you look bad you know what i'm saying like you might not respect them but it makes you look bad when you're disrespecting people you know what i'm saying like you might not respect somebody but that makes you look bad if you're disrespecting somebody and they're not like like yeah they disrespect them in the past and get them a job but like right now they're not disrespecting them so it makes you look bad when you're disrespecting somebody and they're not disrespecting you or they're not showing any disrespect towards you you know what i'm saying so that's just a little taste of like what i talk about on donnie ray's no filter make sure you check that out we got donnie ray's no filter coming out this week got an after show coming out this week this is the Pacers Premium Podcast. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at Black on Black. Follow me on Instagram at Black on Black. All social media, Snapchat, Fuckboy Don. You know, just follow me. Listen to me. <laughs> Let me. I, I talk my shit. If you like this Pacers Premium Podcast, make sure you take your friends. If you like what I'm talking about, like I said, check out the other podcasts. And that's about it. This is Pacers Premium Podcast, Episode One. We out of here. Yes, sir.